This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. knowledge of Shasen Toitzkin, but also known as a, as a writer and a speaker of, of uh, Jewish thought. I just recently was reading a uh, words of Hesped of his and his uh, brother-in-law, Ramosin Sifinkel, the Mir Rosh Hashibar Zatzal, and as I've, as I've read other Hespedim, other words of his, uh, it's very moving and it's very, uh, it, it hits the point. So, uh, so Baruch Hashem, we have this again here of Lapiansky. Quite a, we've had over the years boys that have come here. I think this year might be the first year in a long time that we didn't have uh, one of our Silver Spring High School boys here. But Baruch Hashem, every group that came here, everyone that came here, really gained a lot. They gained a lot from being here. They gained a lot from the personal Kesha that keeps going. And I can tell you, fortunate to be in Yeshiva that so much is invested in each person individually and make use of it and develop the same Kisharim with your Rebbeim. It's really something, uh, it, it's, it's unique today, when you used to having thousands of people in one yeshiva, and it's called the yeshiva, that you can have a place where you can build very, very personal Kisharim with Rebbeim. I'm sorry, I, I'm late, just, uh, it's incredible, uh, I don't want to take away from the all that much time, so we'll try to just stick to the point. Um, you have here in the parsha an introduction to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu plans to do with Kal Yisrael. In other words, after Moshe Rabbeinu complained, why is it taking so long? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, um, is telling Moshe, this is what I plan to do. He tells him he's going to take out the Jews, but he tells it, he, con- he conveys it in different stages. He says, V'hotzei says ha-metachat sibos mitzrayim, I'm going to take you out of the suffering of Mitzrayim. The Jews were oppressed. They were having a, a horrible, horrible killing and, and so on. That's going to end. I am going to save you from having to work to slave for the Egyptians. Third, I will redeem you with Zoranatuya means with an open display of strength. And Shvatim Gdola means I will punish the, the, the Egyptians, the gods. Fourth, I will take you as a nation for me. Fifth of all, I will bring you to Israel. Five different stages that are outlined of what's going to happen. Chazal um, focused on these five and the Dalit Kosos that we have plus Koshal Yo is connected these Lashonos. Chazal made Dalit Kosos 
to fit these full shalos. These are four stages of Gula. Um, if we take a look, the reason why the last one, the Kosol Yor, is kind of not a chiyuf, is because the last one, the Vesas and the Arts, bringing Kosol to Yisrael, hasn't taken hold 100%. We came, we left, we came, we left, and we're still not here yet. I want to focus in on one of those descriptions, because it's unique, it's very different. If you take a look at all the descriptions, we have, um, I will take you out from suffering. Two, I will save you from work. I will redeem you. doesn't say from what. doesn't say what we're going to be redeemed from. Um, I will take you to me. I will bring you to Yisrael. Each one of these verbs has an object. In, in other words, from to, which makes a lot of sense. The one that's different is Ga'alti. Doesn't redeem from to nothing. One difference. Second difference is that there's no description of how magnificent or wonderful each one of these activities will be. I will take you from the suffering, I will save you from the slavery, I will bring you to Israel. The only one that has uh, fireworks to come with it, a flare, is Vigo'alti Aschem, I will redeem you, with outstretched hand, Interesting. It's kind of a, um, it, it's, it's sort of unique. We have five terms. The middle one is different in two very substantial ways than the other terms. And it really needs to be understood, especially since the word geula is like the general term that covers all the other ones. If we, if we ask ourselves, what happened to Israel? Geula is, is the word, and yet we find a, a substantial change between that and the others. So, I want to start, let's go back a little bit and understand where we're coming from. What happened, why five stages? So, if we go back to the Brisbane Absarim, in, by in Pashas Lechacha, with Avram Avinu, so Akharish Baruch who told him, for whatever reasons, uh, we don't know why we had to go through all of this and why we have to suffer so much, but Akharish Baruch who said, listen, he said, I'm, I am forging a covenant with you. And he says like this, Your children will be in a country that's not theirs. Strange is the country that's not theirs. One. Two, they're going to work for them. Three, and they will be, um, and they will be afflicted they will be hurt and pained. So, three stages. First, they're going to be in a country that's not theirs. Two, they are going to be working for the Egyptians as slaves. And third, it will be a very, very oppressive type of slavery. It makes sense that when Akarish Baruch Hu is pulling back, he pulls back from the last one first. So the first one that he pulls back from is Votseis Eschem Mitachas Siblos Mitzrayim. 
knows the suffering of, of the child. The first thing I'll take you away from there. Remove the harshest of the three elements. And I will save you from having to slave for them is the second one. And then would be a, would be connected the middle one, the first one, which is being Ger Not clear what the symmetry is. And then the next two stages are plus I'll take you. I will finalize it in Israel. So it's like taking them out of the basement, step at a time, building to a certain up to a certain climax, which is forever and some middle point Geula versus Ger so let's try to understand what exactly that entails what's the problem and so on let's ask ourselves was Kalal Yisrael independent in, in um, when they were in Eretz Yisrael when they were a nation before they went to Egypt the answer is no um, I don't know if there was a, another nation, a Canaanite nation. I'm not sure that there was, certainly not like Mitzrayim, but they were, um, they just, they were, okay, you know, they, 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 they certainly, they, they existed as a family at best. They were, you know, Yudbei Shvatim with children. They didn't have any nationhood. It's true, Akash promised that's a stroll for the future, but right now there's nothing doing there. So what is They will be living in Mitzrayim, but what difference does it make if they're living in Mitzrayim or in Canaan and they're not the boss? So the answer is like this. A person, besides seeing himself as an individual, also sees himself as part of something else. We define ourselves we, what we are, we define ourselves as being of a certain family. That, that, that's part of our definition. It's part of who we are. If we're a father, we're a father. If we're a son, we're a son. We're part of family. We're part of, of a people. We're part of a nation. We're of something. And that defines who we are. When the Jews were in Canaan, Canaan did not seem to be a nation in the sense that it was a very fixed type of, 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 of country, a state of sorts, and everybody there was a Canaanite. It was an Eretz Canaan, and you must have had a lot of tribes roaming or whatever it is. Mitzrayim was a state. It was a very, very de- well-developed state. It was a very, very powerful state. And it was something that um, absorbed its people and gave them a sense of being Egyptian. Of being Mitzrayim. That was the sense you had when you were Mitzrayim. When Kalal Yisrael becomes part of something else, not Makaj, they weren't a Kalal Yisrael, but when they became part of something else, in a certain way, they're Mitzrayim. Because they live in Mitzrayim, they belong to Mitzrayim, they act within the context of Mitzrayim, and that's them. And each step of the Golos is, is a more is a stronger absorption of them. So the first stage is their personal identity is subsumed to Mitzrayim. The second stage is what they produce when you become a slave 
before the hardships, forget about the difficult conditions, but everything you produce is governed by somebody else. Somebody else decides what you'll do, and somebody else absorbs what you produce. The inorism means your body is going to belong to the Mitzvah. Mitzri- so, so not only you, you, the, the, the big circle around you, the big circle is tightened and there's almost nothing left of yourself to define yourself as a Jew, as, 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 uh, you, as, as Yosef, as Benjamin, as, as, as whoever you are. That was the goals. Why Akash Baruch was Gozer? My, I mean, the guess would be from the Psukim that it was a testing ground to see how far, how much of you can, can be crushed and a point still remains that can't be crushed no matter what. It was a testing ground to see how firm is, 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 is what we are and so on and so forth. Once that has been put into place, Akadosh Baruch Hu, it's, so Akadosh Baruch Hu put us through this to test, even after being totally possessed by someone else, are we still ourselves or not? Let's take this at a practical level, and let's and let's and let's talk about it in a, in a, in a way that is actually meaningful for us. You know, when, when people would speak about Gullus a hundred years ago, um, or even less, it was pretty easy to understand what they meant. Um, people lived in communist Russia, and the communist Soviet Union, uh, or Eastern Europe, were, had, had, had tremendous oppression, no ability to, to, to be Jewish or to act Jewish. People who went to the Nazi Gehenna. People lived in Eastern Europe. For, for, for hundreds of years, really, really felt crushed. And the question was, would the pressure crush them or not? People slipped off. There were people over the generations who converted. Um, they converted out of the pressure because life was very difficult. And, you know, you said to yourself, well, it's not a life and I'm going to, I'm going to become a Christian and so on. So that was a crushing effect. And it did not succeed all that much. It might have succeeded in decimating us, in keeping our numbers down, but pretty much it stayed. And we never were Polacks, and we never were Litvaks, well, the Yiddish Litvaks, but not Lithuanians, and, and so on. We never were Russians. We were, we, we were Jews, and that was that. But today, we have a Gullus that is of a very different kind. We live in a, in a pleasant place, in a good place, with good people, who um, we feel a tremendous need and a tremendous desire to be absorbed in society. It's normal. You don't want to be different. You don't want to be strange. You want to be absorbed by society. So, this is the focal point. The word Geula, most important is not significant in terms of outside oppression. It's in terms of determining self-identity. I have proof of that. There's a parasha much later in Vayikra, the end of Vayikra, that the parasha speaks about people's Nachla and Achuza. Everybody <coughs> in Klal has a piece of land in Etzestral that's theirs forever. 
Now, you can rent it, you can lease it, but only for 50 years, only, only for Yovel, up to Yovel. And the reason is because belonging to Yisrael and having a piece of Yisrael belong to you is part of your identity. If the Vaisi is the final stage of becoming Klaus, then, the, then the piece that belongs to each one of us is something that's very, very much the heart of it. And at the end of Yovel, no matter what the contract says, it goes back. How does the Torah call that? The Torah calls that Geula, Geula Gia, Geula Tia. The process of redeeming land, when I buy land, I'm not liberating the land. I buy land, even if I buy it back and forth. But when it's the land that is part of myself, that's called Geula. When a Jew, Rachmanotzad, is sold to a guy as an Evet, the Pasuk, same parish over there, calls that process Geula. Because that's very, very much akin to the, to, to the thing, that, to what we're talking about. By Boaz, if you, if, if, if you remember, the, 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 when Boaz spoke with the Redeemer, who was supposed to redeem the land that belonged to Naomi's uh, uh, children and husband, he was called the Goel, because the, 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 the family of, of the, the, the extended family of Amnon, Kilion, and so on, they, Elibelech, that family had been cut off from Kal Yisrael. They had seen themselves as the Moabites. And bringing them back to the peace, to the point, both in terms of the land and in terms of the personal, remarrying into Kal Yisrael was the process of redemption. So, so the word Geula is something that refers most specifically to that. So let's explain the points we raised. Everything else is measured by where I'm coming from. If somebody is being oppressed by somebody else, then the Vahotseisi then, then the is to take you away from that oppression. When someone else has, has latched onto my production, and made me an Evet, then the definition of the Vitsalti is from whom? The process from whom am I doing it? But when we're talking about Geula, it's got nothing to do with where you're coming from, it's got to do about yourself. It's got to do about becoming redeemed, becoming Goal means becoming yourself. It's, it's not because someone else had latched onto you, it's because you yourself had lost your sense of, of, of identity in yourself. The, on the other hand, it had to be done with Zro and the Tuya Shvat and Bidolim. Because the, 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 whenever we're trying to separate something, a person has two groups that are mixed together. And let's, say, let's take an example, let's say in biology, when you have cells that are mixed together, and all cells look fairly alike. So you take a stain, and you stain it, and certain cells pick up the stain very well, certain cells don't at all, certain cells display it differently, and, and, and you pick up the contrast in a way that you can clearly mark what's this, what's that. means, like by the Makos, it says that, that Kalal Yisrael had brilliant light, 
The Goyim had darkness. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed to define Klal Yisrael. And you define it. Zorah Latuya means a, a tremendous reaching out to you versus a tremendous pushing back at the other. Um, so, so the other process, I didn't need to do it. All I needed to do to the Mitzrayim to stop their Abdus was whatever pressure it took. I didn't have to do anything to call Yisrael. I needed to do something to the Egyptians. And that's it. To get them off our backs in terms of oppression, in terms of slavery. But when it came to the, when it came to the issue of, of, of Geula, I needed to clearly identify and say, you are loved and they are despised. So, Geula is radically different than the other ones. Because the other ones are more about pushing away it just whatever the problem is. Here, it's a sort of a self-definition. Um, we say every Matzah Shabbos, Havdolah. In, in the Havdolah, we, we, we say the difference between Or and Choshech, and Kodesh and Chol, and Yisrael and Ami. To, to be Mavdol, you need to point where A is has a, a, a certain miler, B has a chisari. I need to show both sides of the coin. I'd like to um, sort of... I, I think this is probably the most... It, it's very significant for us. If we ask ourselves, these are formative years. These are the years that we develop the Yiddishkeit that's going to last us for a lifetime. Um... And there are a lot of things we gain. We gain uh, an inspiration to do mitzvahs. We gain an education to understand what to do, how to do it. Um, but if we to ask ourselves, what is the most significant thing one needs to walk away with? So Refut Nazarev used to say, um, someone asked him, what's the most important thing to talk about today? And he reported had a very different perspective, a very broad perspective, and saw things differently. He said the most important thing to stress today is Geon Yaakov, which means the pride of Yaakov. What the biggest challenge you face when you go out into the world around is that you don't want to feel weird. Um, a normal, healthy, sane human being doesn't want to be weird. Um, I remember I worked for Wanesha Torah, Balachuva. The people that were that came off the street and were eager to adapt to Torah mitzvahs, you questioned their stability because it's strange for somebody. Everyone, every normal person has a gyroscope that sort of keeps him aligned with society. So you can change societies, you can slowly use your mind and say, yes, everybody does this, but this is the right thing to do. But, but people should resist it. It's normal, it's healthy to resist changes in society. But that creates a tremendous tension. It's like, so, so, so if, if we ask ourselves, what about non-kosher is the biggest thing to her today? So, uh, people who who grew, grew up with kind of an iffy sense of kashrus, okay, so if you're used to it, and it's, it's more expensive, it's a, you're used to a certain taste, fine. But for many from people, the Nisayan starts when your, your firm is taken out for lunch, and everybody is chomping away, and you're sipping a Diet Coke. Now, um, it's not only the problem that you're hungry, and everybody else is eating good food, and you're sipping a Diet Coke, 
The real problem is, you're also weird. You know, it's like this guy who can't participate. Everything's an issue. The party has, uh, it's a Christmas party, so maybe yes, maybe not, and this, that. Everything that makes you feel that you stand out. Now, it's a very tough misoil. And, 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 and let me explain what the dynamics are psychologically of holding on to it. When a person comes to a country and he, the, the, the normal tendency is to assimilate. That's normal. That's, that's what a person wants to do and that's what people are geared to do. So you, you learn the language, you pick up the mannerisms, the mores, and you slowly, sometimes people have a difficult, but it's normal. And, and the reason is because you, f- you feel unusual, you feel kind of strange if you don't adapt. Imagine somebody is working as an ambassador of a foreign country. It represents America in Uganda. So he doesn't have that need because his society exists someplace else. His society exists in America. Uh, he happens to be in a strange land, but his sense of identity and his sense of self is a different is a different self, a different identity, and and that makes all the difference. If if there's something that a person needs to build into himself is a sense of belonging to Torah, to Olamat Torah, to Klal Yisrael, and and make that the the sense of definition of a person. A person, if he feels that he's out of place, and he doesn't feel that he's in place anywhere else is going to have a very difficult time to resist that Messiah. But if we have that sense of belonging to Israel and the pride of belonging to Israel, then it's much easier. Then just a question of being pragmatic. Do I lose the deal or not? But the question is no longer about self-identity. I, and, and it's something I lived for a very long time as Israel, about 25 years, then when I moved back to Silver Spring, it struck me it jarred, I mean, there's how much people need to identify with the culture of America. Another problem identifying as a citizen of a country, you have certain obligations, you have certain dues to that country, that's fine. But the sense of automatically being swept up with the norms of the country, because that's the country, that I once heard of Shalom Shvadron, he was a big magnet, Shalayim, he also had a lot of folk wisdom, and he was very witty, he was a fascinating, fascinating personality. And he once told, I once came to visit him in America, sort of person, with a group of Bachem, and he schmoozed. And he said he was giving, he was giving a, 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 um, a drusha for soldiers, for a group of, of officers. And he, I guess whatever the point he made, they were in some agreement about the value of acting religious and observing, but they said, you know, you have to be, um, I don't remember the word was realistic, Mitsuti, or he said, there's a big world out there, and you have to be part of the world. And Absalom answered with the following um, sort of marshal. He said, imagine you land in Holland, and I guess that was, I don't know if you had ever been to Holland, the airport certainly does look different, but he said you land in a place with a lot of cows. You walk off the, off the airplane and you see around you hundreds and thousands of cows munching grass. Do you get down on all four munch grass also or not? He said, yes, we are like a blip in a big world, 
But is that our world or not? Um, the Torah builds us a different world. And that's the central point over here of Geula. The, the oppressions are just pressure to, that adds to it. It's like when you're pulling something, you also push it. But the real crux, the real turning point, is, 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 is described as Geula. Geula is where Kaddish Baruch Hu mentally, emotionally, takes us... When we lived in Mitzrayim, the sense that we're part of them was was suddenly the biggest of all missionaries. The morale says that, it says if we would have gone to Memtesh Sharetuma, there never would have been a Geula. So yes, but Kashpaku promised it. So he said, Geula doesn't mean to take a homogenous entity, cut it in two, make one a free people and one not. Geula means to remove A from B. And if the division between A and B had become so distorted that there was no difference, then Geula is impossible. Not a Kaddish Baruch wouldn't want to do it, but it's an impossibility. A Kaddish Baruch should help us that we build ourselves in a way that we understand ourselves to be part of Olam HaTorah, Klal Yisrael, that we have a world of our own that is us. And no matter where Ashkacha takes us over a lifetime, and no, ma- no matter what, under, in what environments we're functioning, we always remain ge'ulim, we always remain free people. We're not subsumed emotionally and mentally to the particular environment that we happen to be there. We live with that recognition, and if we're able to reinforce in ourselves our own gula, Be'ezus Hashem HaKadosh will bring the big gula, the big picture for all of us. Yeah, I know, but uh, that's all I'm saying. What do you with? I see a father there.